Good everybody, it's Diverse Emotions Podcast. This is Kay. It's Classy Touch. Today we got the very talented, one of my good friends, one of our good friends. <laughs> Let's go. We got Brogan Bentley, bro. What's cracking, Welcome. Fam. What up, y'all? How Welcome. you doing, man? I'm so glad to be here, man. Man, we stoked to have you, bro. You're supposed to be our first guest. That's bro. right. Shit, well, That's right. Good things take time, you know? Right. This yeah, is the divine timing. <laughs> yeah, I remember we was... Um, when we were planning everything with Diverse Emotions, we was like, bro, we got to have Chet, the first one. But right. we was waiting on the album. Mm-hmm. That's right. The album's here now, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> it wasn't time then. It's, it now Definitely, is the time. Definitely, bro. Definitely wasn't time. But uh, what's good with you? How's your weekend been? How's your day? Dude, it's just nonstop. Yeah. I just got back from LA. I was there for like what felt like two months. Had the release down there. Had a big release show that went really well. Nice. Yeah, we've seen that. Sure, and sure. then uh, I'm here for like three four nights and then i'm taking off for the east coast just okay tomorrow yeah early nice early yeah non-stop jealous, jealous bro <laughs> all right well let's let's start from the beginning bro like where are you from how'd you start getting into music yeah what's your man. early background let's see so i'm from los angeles i come from a long line of musicians uh let's see my mom's my mom's family was bay area jazz musicians whoa yeah i just found a picture of my grandfather from his student band in his Berkeley middle school from like the 30s or 20s or something. Damn. Damn. So it, it goes way back. And, and my mom's grandfather, he was singing at the Greek in the opera. Wow. Well, like way back, like late 1800s type shit. Damn, that's so it was crazy. just embedded in you, bro. Yeah. And that's my mom's side. And then my dad's like this old school, like Texan cowboy blues head, like Damn. psychedelic freak. And just like, let's go. Man, he's been in the music business for like, 50 years now really yeah so it's just kind of like area uh no he was in texas and he was doing his thing in austin and then he came out to la in 1980 nice and he's been there ever since and then my folks met and then i here i am and just i just came up in this shit man do you have any uh, how'd you get to the bay um i came here for my undergrad in 2007 there was a bunch of like synchronicities that just kind of the universe was like you need to be in san francisco nice i couldn't deny it man i was just like i I wanted to be somewhere else for a different school but like like i said the universe just had other other plans for me what what schools you go to Uh, i went to usf where i met some of our mutual friends that kind of brought us together so i feel like it's just a long winding road man yeah for sure it's going yeah over still on it do you have any siblings I have a little brother. He's an incredible musician. Uh, we just collaborated on some stuff. He's in like a metal project. I'm doing all like the orchestral scoring, ambient nice. synth stuff for this like hardcore project that he's a part of. Tight. So we're we're about to kind of flip that script too. I that mean, sounds, people yeah, aren't I've seen even him on your story. Yeah, like he's a savage dude. Did. They just played their first big festival um, despite all the COVID insanity. Like they were in Vegas crushing it really yeah hardcore as in so he's in a band yeah he's in a couple projects okay yeah like death metal and then he's in like a hardcore project you know that big show that happened in the encampment down uh, the dead city punks yeah so that's his bandmate throwing those shows so so he must be doing something sick if he's rocking with them yeah yeah he's like the hitter man i don't know something about the bentley boys we just got we just got the (laughs) touch the bentley boys Let's let's get it have you ever wanted to move back to la or is it just like nah you know i 
I've stayed connected. Yeah. I never really lost touch with what's going on down there just because the label that I work with, Leaving Records, has been based there all the while. Mm -hmm. And my family being down there and my all my old friends are still down there and people yeah. that I'm collaborating with are there, based there. So I'll pop down there for a month or two at a time even, yeah. you know, whatever needs to get done. But, uh, you know, I've called the Bay home for like almost 15 years now and Ooh, being yeah. connected to like my, my, uh, my ancestry on my mom's side, with mm. the, like old school Oakland vibes and just passing by the house that my grandmother was raised in, like over there, it's like right off Piedmont. Mm. It's like old Oakland. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Damn, yeah, the music you've been making forever crazy. has been crazy, bro. So how do you uh, typically describe the music that you make? What do you call it? Damn, that's the best question. And I usually like to hear other people answer it because <laughs> I don't think about it when I'm making it. I mean, yeah. obviously there's things that I'm influenced by, like right. jungle, like, uh, UK Garage, Two Step, like all the IDM stuff of like the 90s and uh, just lots of UK underground influence. But then there's like the West Coast vibe. Right. Just being a product of, of California and like having never really lived outside of California. There's just like, I was, I was describing it the other day. There's just so much influence that arrives here right. from all over the world. Everywhere. I mean, everyone wants to come to the West Coast. So we just have all these like, I mean, shit, man. I'm, I'm as influenced from like, old psychedelic stuff from the 60s right. as I am from like, you know, I mean, whatever's happening out here right now. Right. You know? Right. And there's a lot happening out here still. Yeah. Yeah. It's all over the place, man. Yeah. It's, it just sounds like you're, to me, your sound just sounds like you created a new genre. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it has the jungle, it has like the psychedelic feel with it. You know, a lot of people are doing that, but it seems like the album that you just came out with, it, um, it's just in its own lane. You mm. feel me? Like, and you've been telling me you're making this album for a long time. We've been talking about it. Even showing me little snippets and things like that. But like, it's never, it's never what I remember. You know what I mean? I feel like even the same songs have grown and changed. You feel mm. me? Yeah. I mean, I was showing you. You guys were some of the only cats that I was sharing the new stuff with before it was actually finished or like out in the public. Because right. just like the the friendship that we've all shared and like meeting you, Scoob, more yeah. recently and like just seeing kind of your path, like towards DJing and production, just right. like being inspired by your energy as well. And like, Caleb, you're like a flagship of like, like creativity in the Bay. Like, thank you. Like straight up, man, as long as I've known of you, you know, like before I even knew you personally, I knew like about you mm -hmm. just through our mutual friends. And just like, it felt right to share that stuff with you guys. But I'm very private, you know, I, I'm not the type of person to really like put myself out there in certain ways and be like, check me out. Like, this is what I'm doing. I'm right. very like insular. And my creative process is also very like, like shrouded you nice. know and like yeah. i wear the cloak my invisibility cloak <laughs> yeah you, know? you tuck off bro you it's tuck so away and man. then you just come out with an album bro like <laughs> i'm pretty sure people who aren't in contact you with you like how we are they're probably like where the fuck is chet been at I'd probably see you at the farmer's market or something like that and bro that's man. the only place they're gonna find me bro i swear <laughs> and maybe some other cutty spots like there's the i'll hit the record store still in the farmer's market but like i kind of had to tap out you know right. it's like there's right. only so much you can do outwardly before you gotta like I just knew the work had to get done and the only way to do that was to kind of like go super inward and like be very isolated right and like sacrifice a lot of things that like we take for granted when we're like out in the world like being social creatures you know right. but strangely enough the timing was just like we didn't have a choice you know so the tail end of this record was kind of made in the whole like uh spiritual transformation of what covid brought on right 
Yeah, and I feel that because like that's sort of what me and Scuba are going through right now. We're right. like in a tuck mode. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like we're trying to just tuck and just start and just, and just keep work. building. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And um, it's hard uh, to. It's hard with all the distractions living in a big city. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like how do you how do you cope with that? Like how do you make sure that you don't have those temptations or mm-hmm. like you hear about a sick something sick to do and you just stay tucked and get to the music? You know, I think there's just it's just the balance because I I still go out. You know, I was still catching shows when I could, and even still, like with the new mandates, like I'm still going out and seeing stuff. But like, man, it's just the balance. You know, like being real with like what's more important, and also like giving myself the freedom to like just live and not be so hard on myself all the time because I'm like really hard on myself. You know, I like just lots of like uh, just like weird like. Kind of like self-defeating, like you're not shit type energy right. that I'm like, you know, carrying from my like <laughs> childhood trauma or whatever the fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just like, dude, I have to like give myself uh, some some room to just like do what I got to do. But definitely that comes down to like just being like, shit, I got to work. Right. You know, like there's no, I'll go crazy if I know that I have to work and I'm not doing, doing it. it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's just like eating it. I can't be present for anything else. Right. Right. That's kind of the deal. That's kind of where I'm at right now. It's just like, man, I know I got some stuff I need to do, but it's just like, I just got to put myself there. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's, that's all it takes is you putting yourself there mm-hmm. and then it'll just like open up for you. It can't be forced either. You no, know what I'm it, saying? It it's like you it can, be. but you can kind of set yourself up for success. You know, it's right. like kind of like getting in the daily ritual or making sure that all the gear set up at all times so that it, right. I don't have to like get organized. It's right. just like, like you said, coming into your space and right. everything's just good to go. And the next thing you know, you're like flowing Right. It's five in the morning and right. you're just like, what is sleep? Like, I'm just working. This isn't at a certain point. It's not work. Right. It's just what you love doing. Right. And that's kind of like, I think where a lot of us can relate because it's just like, this is just what makes us happy. Right. Right. You got the, you got this album that just came out, which we're going to talk about soon, but this is not your first album. No, I've been working with the same label since 2012. Okay. And What's the label? Leaving Records, nice. uh, Matthew David. Um, he's like, he's from Florida and Atlanta, but he's been in LA for like a long, long time. And nice. he's just kind of like built this really beautiful thing with the label that he's been making happen. But yeah. uh, dude, we've been knowing each other through the Dub Lab crew, which is like an online radio station that came out of uh, LA like many years ago. And now they're like, kind of like really established and just kind of like a really important thing for Los Angeles culture. Nice. Um, and dude, yeah, I've just been knowing Matthew for a long time, like put out the first EP 2012. That was that, the Broken Bentley, right? Yeah, that was three tracks. Okay. And it was only on cassette. And then uh, 2014, end of 2014, The Snake came out. Right. That was like my first LP and that was like a huge, like, that was a huge deal right you know and like a lot of cool stuff came from that and that was like seven years ago though how did how did you get that affiliated because it's on its stones throw website Mm. how did you get like how did that happen well stones throw and leaving combined forces for a couple of years um right pretty much right when the snake came out i was like one of the first things that uh leaving and stones throw kind of they put their stamp on it, you know. Mm. But since then, that that relationship has actually shifted, and leaving is more back in their own lane. But uh, you know, I mixed the album in the Stone's Throw studio that nice. my good friend Jake Viator is the partial owner of. Okay. And uh, I mean, mixed and mastered there. So there's just like there is that aspect of the of the influence, right? You know, and the Stone's Throw legacy of right. like, you know, if you look into that catalog, I mean, it's crazy. It's 
insane. It's uh, so around that time of the, the album, The Snake, is that when you had the um, Boiler Room set? Yeah. Yeah, that's that was insane. When I seen uh, yeah. that, on, yeah, I was like, I sent that to Scoop. I was like, bro, Chet is on fucking uh, Boiler Room, bro. I was like, what Quick. the fuck? And at that time, we was just watching loads of those. Right. We came back from Europe and we was just like, they're not having shit like that out here. And right. we was like, what the fuck? Like, Dude, how, yeah, how did that there. come about? Um, my man Julian, my publicist, he's just like a really, he's just a head, you know? He's right. always looking out for me. And uh, he hit me up. He's like, hey, I got a show for you. And mm. I was like, all right, what? Boiler Room. And it was just like, you know, it's kind of one of those things that everyone like, I mean, you know that people are paying, yeah, right. people are paying attention to that. Right, you know? and right. It was just a really positive experience. Um, but it was also kind of surreal. And it yeah. also like, it's still hard for me to watch. Like, I don't really revisit <laughs> I would. I'm these not types that type of things, person. you know. Yeah, it's like kind of too much. It's like a moment in time. Yeah, I hear that. Man, I need a fucking publicist, man. <laughs> what am I doing? For real, oh, God, dude. Well, I, there's certain things that artists just should not be left to. It's almost like yeah, a, I respect. I'm that really getting so to that much. point myself. It's just like some of the things that I'm like where I'm at right now is just like in such a like a purely creative space that like mm -hmm. trying to do any of the other things outside of that is just kind of like. It's a, it's a it's a head warp, you know what I mean? Yeah, well that's the that's the crazy thing now about like with social media and everything is like everyone expects you not to only be the artist, they expect you to be the promoter, the mm -hmm. make your own videos, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just like everything into one when in reality like we have to have professionals who are good at each part of that job in order for us to be the best possible right. we can and focus just on the art. Right. Totally. There's only so much. I mean, I took on everything that I possibly could. You know, I, I saw the videos through for this album. I, I saw every aspect of the media right. and like the rollout. But at a certain point, it comes there comes a time to like bring in other right. influences and, right. and, and people's different strengths, you know, because there's only so much one person can do. Oh, my God. But <laughs> so we got... Uh, how do you say it? Diapason Dis Rex? Diapason. Diapason Rex, right? So yeah. before we get into the actual album, yeah. besides like making the music, um, you know, like what was your process into making that album? Like what what inspired you to make the album? Like, Dude. did you, like not only like were you like, all right, I need to make these kind of beats, whatever, separate from the music. Like what'd you do in your life? Like what brought you to making that album? Well, that's the crazy part because this thing like spans like seven years of my life. Whoa. And I feel like seven years, there's like, there's certain philosophies that say like things happen in seven year cycles. And uh, I mean, it's true for me. I've heard that. You know what I yeah, mean? And yeah. so like where I was in the beginning of this process was so different than where I am now. Yeah, totally. And like the oldest track, Phantom, is like, I started that like right when the snake was finished. So like 20, early 2015. You know, and then like everything that's happened since then, I mean, I couldn't, I could write a book about it. You know, it's like too much to put into words, but it's all encapsulated in the music. You know, like right. I could literally pinpoint like this section of this song is when such and such happened or I was doing this or that. You, you know what I mean? Short it's right, real story. Dude, <laughs> real I mean, stories. we could get into it, you know, if yeah, you, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like those details because like when I'm tapping into artists and like, you know, I love learning about the process. Yeah, like, that's totally. the most inspiring part when I'm checking out interviews and like learning like what artists we're listening to or like who they're inspired by. Go through like, that rabbit hole, dude. Seriously, right. and that's how I get put on game. You know, right? How did you come up with the title? Where did that come from, dude? I came across that word diapason like many years ago in a in a dictionary, and it just like spoke to me. It to me, 
the one the definition that I stuck with was burst of harmonious song. Whoa. And I'm like, damn, there's a word to describe that. Like, that's <laughs> tight. In English, I mean, other languages have like really involved words that like mean mean these ornate right, things. Right, but I'm like, right. okay, English, this is a this word like is resonating with me. And then the Rex kind of refers to like the crown, you know, and this like to me this album feels very like regal, almost like this like cosmic royal burst of like of like otherworldly sounds you know right. and then like the crown chakra right and then uh i mean just like these two words kind of fit right. for me together and like at a certain point it just clicked it's like at a certain point this art is just like decided for you you know right. it's like it just presents itself it's like okay this is what the album's called now like you don't really have to think about it yeah i heard that it's wild damn yeah i was um uh reading your review on uh resident advisor shout out to them for uh mm, right. a good review on that and i read about your um one of your best friends who passed away passed away in a car accident mm-hmm. and um your grandmother your grandma passing mm-hmm. so how'd that play into your album or Dude. just into your lifestyle while making the album yeah it was really wild because um i was working on this piece of music you know just kind of like sitting with my one synthesizer that i have like this like 15 year relationship with at this point it's like an extension of me you know these instruments are like right. your tools are like it's this is me right you know right I mean? right so i was sitting with this piece of music and then uh all this wild shit started happening during this process i was like mm. i was kind of like meditating with this music for like hours you know and like getting all these like kind of like visions if you will and like receiving information because i feel like music is like you're channeling information i think right. any art i don't care what it is if you're mm. writing poetry or like really doing your thing with uh with painting like you're channeling some sort of like other information that's like transmitted into you right and so the next day after this like seven hour piece of music that i was just sitting with that later went on to become the track the keeper Mm. like that process later evolved into the keeper but like the next day i found out that my homie had been hit and killed by a drunk driver like as i was working on that piece of music fuck you know that's, what I mean? Yeah, that's crazy. And so I really feel like some of that information that I was being transmitted was like, he was giving it to me mm-hmm. or his spirit on the way out was like, here, you know, and the lyrics kind of come from this place of like being guided by uh, this like all knowing hand that's like beyond the human realm, you know? Right. But that's what music is to me. You know, it's this right. like something way bigger and uh I swear to God, dude, like my homie's spirit, like gave me that, that piece of music and the poetry behind it. And then my grandmother, like I, I'll spend a year on a track, like no lie. Like, right. so the keeper was like the last one that I actually worked on for the album. So during that time, my grandmother passed and like, dude, I was like recording vocals the next day as I was like still processing. You know what I mean? Just right. like, it's all in the music, right. yeah. whether or not, you know, the stories that are like that make up the songs it's like embedded in there and right. i think that's why it translates you know that's why someone a stranger can listen to this stuff not even knowing this stuff but like it still has the weight right you know it's and in there it's there oh it's there <laughs> yeah it's there you said you started making uh phantom you you started make that was like one of the first tracks you made mm-hmm. to, to me that it, it has this crazy sill slash trevor trevor horn vibe to it like uh what what's the story behind that song dude that's like uh 
that's my Bieber moment. You know, I'm like, I'm hitting those, I'm hitting those highs. I got the vocals cooking. Like that's the, that's like the foremost vocal track on the album, if you will, where right. I'm, I'm very much like on some like singing right. stuff. Everything else is like all mysterious and like, but no, that one was just like, boom, like here I am. Right. But it also, if you look at the lyrics and kind of the content and vibe of that song, it's a very like, it's a painful song, right. you know? And there's lots of, I think on this album, there's lots of shadow work, stuff that I was like working through that was really hard for me, but yeah. it's all through the music that I have this outlet. Right. But I mean, the whole song's about being alone and like feeling isolated and uh, just feeling lost, you know? And I think that's where I was at that point in time. Yeah. But um, there's a hopefulness too. Yeah. You know, I like that song. It's it's really good. I've heard from other people too that they they'll keep that one on repeat. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, my my favorite song is uh, "Trust Yourself." Dude, that one is crazy, bro. Like, I feel like it it brings me back to like 2008, 2009, some like crazy Crystal Castle shit, like mm. like some psychedelic like dance but like euphoric dmt trip shit you know what i mean like your whole album sounds like that you feel me but like but that song like i was listening to it in the car yesterday and i was and it was nighttime too and i was just like yo this is fucking some like good creepy shit right you know what i mean it is it is dark it's like very ethereal like really dark it's very synth heavy but it's it's still uplifting which is what i love about it it's 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 so good I mean, that's kind of what I'm exploring is those, those, the shadows right. and the, the, the underbelly of our consciousness, but like finding light in that and bringing something beautiful out of those like really challenging moments in our lives. But I mean, that song specifically is like, it's so detailed in the first half mm-hmm. and like these drums are just so like heavy programmed and right. just like really mi- like microscopic details right. that I was tweaking on i was like i had to like go super like laser focused on that and then halfway through the track it flips and it's this whole different vibe right and i love the idea of like being one place in one moment and then like in the blink of an eye Mm -hmm. you're somewhere entirely different Mm -hmm. you know and that's that to me is like astral traveling you know what i mean that's how you can transport from like one realm to another really quick and uh People don't even know what the hell happened to him by the time the song's right. over. You know, it's just yeah, like a dream. I feel that. <laughs> yeah, the shadow, shadows is definitely like a a, a good way to um, describe the album. You know, what I mean, it's talking from the shadows for mm-hmm. sure. You know, and uh, how, why do you choose or what's the process of? Because you know, most songs you listen to, like you can hear, like full on, like we're talking into the microphone, hearing what this person's saying or singing. Mm-hmm. You're like in the, it's like I'm in the field and I just hear like a fucking <laughs> spirit just talking over me. You know what I mean? Like I'm in like one of those That's little so snow true. glow balls, bro, so and true. someone's looking at it talking oh, in the snow glow. <laughs> Damn, I love that. Well, that's like I said, that's kind of where the music's coming from. It's not right. like this, like heavy narrative like here's a story son i'm gonna but i love that kind of music where it's like literally someone's just telling you a story like i love old folk songs that just Mm -hmm. like here's three chords in a story i'm like i'm gonna make some of that stuff too Mm -hmm. but this project this this music is all just very like from the ether you know and like just these whispers like things you catch out of the corner of your eye or these like these voices that are like whispering like information to you it's like dude i want to make music that reminds me you you know that feeling when you're at the house and like 
you're like where you just spooked or something and then like you're about to go into your room or you're about to run up the stairs me and hannah was talking about this and like there might not be something but they're behind you but you feel like there's just something on your back something's there something right there bro something's that's there. like a feeling you know <laughs> like, what i mean dude that's the that's the spirit realm right these things we can't see them but we feel them right you know and it's wild because i was just hanging with a family friend yesterday who her husband just passed on sunday you know and she was like giving me all these old clothes of his and it's mm. like his spirit was there really like there's just like sometimes this stuff is very fleeting it's like oh yeah spirituality like okay yeah there's like energies in the room but it's like when when the man's just passed you right. know and you're like in his family home and like right. they're giving you his old like vests and his old like that he just wore last right. week or something Swear. i mean but that's like the depth of this connection to this family and they're yeah. just like that special to me and like for them to bestow those things to me i'm like this is like really powerful spiritual stuff right now yeah were you working on an album when you were living uh, in alameda too yeah that's where most i mean i went through a couple different environments but uh those two years in that apartment in Alameda. That I mean, space is sick. That was a spot. That's where Stunny and I tracked the vocals, you know? Yeah, the nice. work, bro. That okay. song. Let's talk about that. How'd that come about? <laughs> oh, my God. Shout out Stunny, too, bro. Stunny's like a a young artist from Oakland who lives in LA and now just grinding, yeah. making songs You know, every I caught day, up with it. That's who it. we went to go see in LA after, yep. right? Yep. Got it, got it. Well, Stunny's the truth, man. And you don't have to... You can meet him once and know that this kid's like in it mm -hmm. for the heart, you know? And it's like, it's just one, he's one of those people. It's like, we make music and we make art because we have to. Right. It's not, it's not for any other reason. This is the one thing that keeps us together. You know what I'm saying? So linking with Stunny just felt really natural. But that's the thing. I was hearing a rapper on this track for like the two years that I was working on it or so just hearing this vocal part you know mm -hmm. and it's like that's the thing about a lot of this music it's it's like it's heard long before it exists you know it's right. almost like envisioned in my mind's eye and then like it's just about me kind of like stirring the cauldron enough to like bring it to life and so eventually when stunny finally like because he's a slippery fish dude yeah for sure <laughs> he, he's a hard one to pin down you know he's he's a, he's a rare he's a rare one so when i finally got him at the crib i was just like i looped a part of the beat you know, and uh, just like a tiny section of the track because the track all, goes all over the place. Right. But I was like, all right, here's just like an eight bar loop and you just like spit and like, I'll do my thing to it later, right, right, you know, right. but I didn't even want to tell him too much because mm -hmm. it's just like, dude, just like do off, something. off top, just like being like whatever you're inspired to talk about. And he wrote this incredible flow, he just semi freestyled it and then wrote some stuff out. It was cool observing his process too, right. you know, and just that collaboration. And it's like, you can't force these collaborations. Yeah. It's very, I mean, I work mostly alone, right? but to like bring someone into a project that means so much to me, it has to be like really organic. Right. So dude, Stunny killed it. Yeah. And then I just flipped, it. flipped the shit out of the vocals and just took yeah, it. Yeah. We, we shot the video. We that shot the video. That fun, bro. That day was so fun. Mm -hmm. And the video turned out amazing. Yeah. That shit was you know, I'm like really sick. proud we of that We were in the stuff. forest. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we was just like, we're, and, and it didn't even take long. That's, that's, that's how you know, like the energy between us three was just like crazy. We just came there, just pulled the camera out and went. Told Stunny to rap. Okay. He was directing, telling, telling Stunny what to do. And it just came out to this crazy project. And remember that, uh, that um that car was stuck in the railroad tracks. Yes. In Jack London. And then, yes. and then these cops like called us over to help him. We was like, I don't know about that, <laughs> bro. You know what I mean? Like Did you was, guys end up helping him. No, he didn't. They had it figured out, but that's yeah, the right. that's just the magic of the moment, you know? And like when when 
awesome people get together for like the right purpose like so much magic happens right. you know and like you, there's no way of telling what's what that'll look like but when it shows up you're like oh yeah like this is it like we get, and if you watch the video closely there's moments where there's like like red and blue lights in the background and then like the cops are like flashing their flashlights as we're like walking down the tracks like mm -hmm. get off the track just like dude we right it just it, it, it was effortless it opened up yeah right? it was it was it was easy because it was fun right mm -hmm. you know what i mean right wait one second that sounds amazing with this Let's get it. Just wanted to just uh, re restart it. Restart it. All right. So, do you do you have a favorite song? On wait, wait. Album? Hold on. Hold on. Let me start it real quick. All right. All right, guy. So, uh, do you have a favorite song on the album? Mm, they're all so important to me, dude. Right. Like every single one, like uh, is like an encapsulation of this, like moment in time or right. like a long period of time because like i said i'll spend like a year on a track you know that actually brings me to another question that i had as i was listening to it it's like you you took a while to create this album and throughout it's like you said that all the songs kind of just came to you it, it wasn't like you sat down and said i'm going to make this type of song it's kind of something that came through you but at the same time like there's a cohesiveness through all the songs that is just like it's hard to listen to it and not think that you were like saying I was going to make this style song that will kind of that and it, it fits with the other songs that you've already made. Like, how did that work for you? Or is it just like the space that you were in in that seven year period? I think it's just me. I think that's yeah. just my energy coming through the music, you know, like obviously the stuff comes from somewhere else, but it's got to move through me. Right. And that's not to say that sometimes I, I have a very clear focus of what I'm trying to bring to life. Right. It's 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 this unique thing of like uh, pure experimentation and just being really open to what the music's asking of me. Right. And then like going after like a super focused vision, mm. you know, but all the while it's like, I mean, certain things don't change, you know, like the gear, like right. so a lot of the gear I was using was like, consistent throughout and meanwhile my process was evolving and i was getting like more advanced technically with mm -hmm. a lot of my stuff and like buying nicer pieces but right. like dude certain things don't change and certain things don't change about us in a, in a lifetime you know what i mean right. like we're still the same person we were when we were children right and if you observe a really old person they're like children once again you know so it's just like it's just this amalgamation it's like we don't change all that much in a lifetime yeah right it's true right and uh the visuals for um the album i know like you're, you're not i don't know like I, I don't know too sure if you're not the type of person to be in front of the camera but like i feel like you're more into the visual the music and the visuals just playing instead of you just being in front of the camera and just be like this is my song <laughs> you know what i mean yeah well and that's kind of like why phantom was a big deal that video where i'm very much front and center and like with the lights and right, everything yeah. yeah and just like me like singing in front of a camera and like just feeling very like exposed because the song's about being hidden right you know and so it's interesting that the video could be about like being vulnerable right but um otherwise you know i like i like abstract art you Me know too. i like things that aren't too descriptive and that give the uh give you kind of room to play and so the art was very albeit intentional it still maintained this kind of abstract uh aesthetic throughout and that was that was all by design, you yeah. know, and I worked really yeah. closely with one of my best friends yeah, and collaborators. Your, your album cover describes everything you're just right. talking about. Yeah. Right. That You made that cover. No, that was Eric Wilson, who is like an 
old friend of mine and only recently have we like literally synced up like super heavy on this project yeah. and it like brought us super close together we were sharing like psychic transmit we we're like reading each other's minds it's by annoying. the end of this process yeah dude album art like every digital me piece of media that we produce like all the video stuff like homie had a hand in every single That's thing sick. like i couldn't have done any of this without him really so shout outs eric Eric Wilson, amazing uh, SFAI alumni, and just Damn. like someone I was like crossing paths with. That's He's the one who edited the video. Um, he did some of the editing. He did all of the ecstasy video. He did all those crazy motion graphics. Right. And then uh, he had his hand in just about everything. That's like the cover. The cover. I was looking at it today. I was actually staring at. It. I'm just like, man, this thing is moving. <laughs> it's moving. Mm -hmm. It's sick. It's in motion. Yeah. And yeah. we we printed out. We had some uh, big wheat paste done. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I've seen that in three, LA, right? I, I got like a couple left, like just, just for me to have, like yeah. <laughs> three foot by three foot. And like, when you see this shit blown up, it's like, dude, this is like incredibly right. like involved artwork right. that we like went in on. Like, we yeah. spent like a year on the album cover alone. Yeah, you can feel it. Mm -hmm. you can yeah, feel it. definitely. It's there. It's there. Mm -hmm. good, good, good things take time, man. They it, do. This stuff cannot be rushed, you know. And that's the mm -hmm. thing. Like, I wanted this album to be out and finished years ago but right. look, realistically half the stuff on the, that made the final cut wasn't even made until like you know two years ago right you're actually inspiring me to finish this piece of work the only person people that even heard it is like a couple people you two i know i showed it to you two but it's just like yeah that's something mm -hmm. that i know i need to work on and put out for sure mm -hmm. yeah. it'll happen so what do you feel like you'd be doing right now if, if you aren't making this album besides making this album <laughs> dude that question scares me man because like even when i was hella little i was getting in a lot of trouble you know like i guess uh looking back i had like behavioral issues and music was always the one thing that kind of like kept me still centered focused happy healthy you know what i mean and right. as i got older it become it became more and more like vital but i think that like had I not had, I don't think there was ever, a, my life was never going to exist without music. I was born into this family, mm -hmm. but um, man, I don't even want to think about it. You know what I mean? I'd probably yeah. be like hopping trains and like, just fuck going at, I don't even going know. at life from all angles. So besides from the music, what's, what's life? I know music is your life, but like, what is what goes on in your life, like everyday life? I know you don't have to, have to tell people too much is going on. Yeah, no, I'm happy. You know, I'm happy solo, to share. Like, it. Yeah, I'm happy to share. I mean, I'm a very. You're just telling us some crazy story about your shirt. Yeah, I mean, I'm, on your shirt. I'm a very private person, but I like I like sharing with y'all, and like I feel like this is a good opportunity to kind of like let people know what I'm up to, because otherwise I'm just like tucked, you know. Right. So uh, yeah, man, I I do a lot of uh like. Like I said, I hit the farmer's markets. That's kind of like my routine. Like I'll kind of like base my week around what farmer's markets I'm going to just try and stay <laughs> nice, healthy and eat, nice. or, eat organic. And yeah. It's far out when you go to certain places because you, you see like-minded people. Right. So I'm always just kind of like people watching and tripping out on the, like I'll go to a lot of record stores, a lot of farmer's markets. Um, you can pop me just about anywhere and I'm pretty satisfied. Like I'll just post stuff at, at Jack London and just like chill out, you know, just like, uh, but you know, I have my like rituals. I got my rituals. I do, uh, I've been doing a breathwork practice that I that I end each day with right before bed. Right. And uh, that's like incredibly helpful, you know, cause for a long time I was just like 
all this energy, all mm. these like thoughts swirling around. Like I got to do something to like get, right. get focused. And so Started being on the phone for a bit, dude, that, and that stuff starts messing with your, yeah, your brain, it you does. know, it does mess with my brain, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And like, as a result of kind of like wanting more structure, I was guided to some teachers. You know what I mean? Like I called that in and I, I found a teacher that I'm working with. Shout out to my dude, Daniel, uh, whole sky rescue. He's just this incredible dude who's bringing a lot of information back from the Amazon and kind of sharing it in a way that's not so, uh, it's not so reliant on the ayahuasca ceremonies as it is like the, uh, just the healing, you right. know, and like the, uh, the consciousness expansion that like, you know, the plant medicine is like a big part of it, but like really like this stuff is here for us all the time, anywhere you can access it like anytime if you know how to like right. uh, tap in. Right. It is like, like if you do use the medicine, it's good, but it's just like, you still got to come back here. Yeah. And you still got to deal with here. Mm -hmm. So those are the, those are the most important tools mm -hmm. at times because, uh, yeah, man, sometimes you kind of get lost in, uh, what it did for you as opposed to, would you benefit from it? Yeah. Yeah. And just like how to maintain what it did for you, mm. which is, which is the real work, you know? Well, yeah, I guess they call that integration. There it is. You know, and for me, just if I'm being honest with my body and with myself, like I need a lot of rest, you know, yeah. and I, I need a lot of alone time. And um, that's how I charge up. And that's how I'm able to like step out into the world and right. be like happy and healthy and like good to other people. Because if I'm like out there, like, like feeling like a shell of a man and just like in no condition to like be interact, you know what I mean? We've right. all been there. It's like, it's like shit's tough out there if you're not like fortified and like sometimes you got to put on that like armor before you hit the town you know what i'm saying right, like, right. even with the people you love absolutely most yeah. especially especially with the people you love because i feel like they're the ones who get the short end of the stick if you're not you know taking right. care of yourself unfortunately it's, it's easy to like shoot the shit with a stranger but you yeah. can't really you can't really fake the funk with like uh your loved ones loved you know ones, right yeah. so i have a question that we ask like most people who come on here and especially asking you because your album is like very psychedelic. Do you have any experience with psychedelics? You know, psychedelics were like really big for me growing up. Yeah. Um, but I always like was very, uh, very like cautious because I saw some things happen to people that I cared about that really freaked me out. Mm. And it took them down. It took them down. You know what I mean? And I think being as sensitive as I am, um, I was afraid of of doing some irreversible damage right. you know what i mean but yeah growing up in la there was lots you just get exposed to a lot of stuff and i think in the bay too you know so i'm really grateful that i had my like formative experiences and that i took a major step back and like i didn't do the whole thing where it's like you get to college and then you just trip your ass off because mm -hmm. I, I saw that happen too like right. people getting you know dropped in san my, my school was like a block from hate you know yeah. a block from golden gate park yeah. i watched i watched the homies dose on on like bad bunk lsd and have like terrible trips that they kind of never recovered from you know Man. so i think approaching those things now as an adult like with all the more like just informed perspective you right. know and just respect like do them respectfully and do them responsibly absolutely i mean as with all the things in my life that i'm trying to do you know what right. i'm saying like i've been so reckless all, dude i could be hella self-destructive and i think you know, I might have seen you in my more wild. <laughs> yeah, we, we used to go crazy, when, especially when I first met you. I used to be DJing in the city. And like, yeah. Yeah, those days are wild. Like 2013. And oh, like my God. 14 in those days. 15, 16. Dude. 
yeah, there was years, just hella years of like, just absolutely reckless, like self-destructive, like almost like, I mean, it, it looks fun and it, feel, right, it's, right. it is fun sometimes for a little bit before yeah, yeah. it's not. It gets played out. Yeah, dude. But then if like, sure. if you just like, don't know how to stop, you know, like I didn't know how to stop. Mm-hmm. Like it really came to a point where I was like, damn. Yeah, if if you don't know how to stop, life always finds a way to stop. It's gonna stop. Well, balance is restored one way or the other. Always. Or you can resist it with everything you got and then the hammer comes down even harder. So I didn't want to keep pushing my luck and I just kind of surrendered to the universe and was like, all right, I'm like, like, show me. Show me what else. So you just not on the psychedelics anymore or like? Well, that was mostly booze. That was my, my, you know, booze was what was like really ruining my life and like just coming from like a long line of like alcoholics you know what i'm saying just like that was something that i had to totally quit just completely man yeah you know what i'm saying it's like i it's weird being a young person who like you know that's what you do when you're young right right you're like what the fuck else are you gonna do you're djing all the time everything's all the booze is free (laughs) you know what i mean i kind of set myself up to have this like perfect like like party lifestyle and then you realize it's actually like a, like i created my own little like living hell right because mm. it's just a cycle you know i could not break it in, even though i wanted to so eventually i had this like moment with god which was like you're done and i was like okay <laughs> like i was like so like freaked out and i was like i'll do anything to just like stop this pain damn so how long has it been now two and a half years nice. how's that journey been the best you know, I mean, it's just so, uh, it's so normalized to like abuse our spirits and just be like, you exist in society, you have to perform, you have to be this, that, and the other. And it's like, of course we're going to self-medicate, right. you know, of course we're going to like try and minimize that. Um, I speak for myself, but like, you know, it makes sense to try and like change the way we feel when we feel like shit all the time. And then eventually the thing that was making me feel better for a long time, started making me feel even worse. It's just like a vicious cycle, you know? So yeah, being able to like pull myself or I was pulled out of that by some kind of higher power, you know what I mean? Cause like I tried for years on my own to quit and I just couldn't, you know, it came, it came a point, you know, but uh, I had my run. I feel like there's a lot of people right now that's fighting that battle, right. you know, especially with um, COVID going on, you know what I mean? Like people, a lot of people aren't able to see their loved ones and mm-hmm. people have like this EDD money and they're able to just get this money and just go out and do certain right, things. But right. like, I even felt like that, you know what I mean? Like, and I have recently, I feel like it's just like getting too much. And then like, I go through a month or something and I'm just keeping it cool. And then after that, I just like fall back into it. Like it's, it's, it's a constant battle. Dude, it's tricky, you know? And I just, I kind of, I realized that I, I couldn't outsmart this shit, you know, as much as I thought I had right. you know what i'm right. saying right but yeah man like covid just kind of like shoved all our shit in our face it did i feel like i think as the times have been has been going and progressing it's just like um like the universe is making it to where you can't hide behind any of your stuff anymore mm-hmm. and whatever you it is that you have been hiding behind uh it will be exposed very quickly and it won't it's, it's like and it will be exposed to everyone mm. so it's, it's not even something that you can really hide from others because 
like everybody will see it now it's just like this instant reveal instant karma all the time mm. like everything just vibrating differently and uh the way uh information is coming to us and being presented to us it's just way more rapid especially about each other mm. like our imp the impressions that we're getting is just way more clear there's nowhere to hide anymore well the veil's been lifted you know and if we're talking about like you know let's just go straight into it if we're talking about like mayan prophecy and yeah. like you know the 2012 armageddon right. that they were all saying you know like and apocalypse like apocalypse means like the lifting of the veil it doesn't mean like hellfire raining from the sky it just means like whatever we were using to cloud our vision the illusion right. is up you know it's what up. i mean jigs up so you're so right man and it's just like it's a heavy time for a lot of people because we're just like looking at all the stuff that we've been like able to ignore for so long like this is it man like we are right. literally going through our conscious uh our, our shift in human consciousness really like we're leveling up or it's like we're not and it's really hard right for a lot of people it's, it's not easy it's not easy, it's not easy especially bro. if you haven't been like spiritually like uh in tuned or spiritual centric or whatever you'd want to call it it's it's hard to come into this especially if you're if you're not aware of it and then it's happening to you that's mm -hmm. another thing there's a lot of people who aren't necessarily aware of it from that angle but it's still happening to them so it's hard as i was actually just watching this um documentary today about um the suicide in you know J japan has always had the suicide issue and now uh it's it's growing because of covid and now more women are com uh, committing suicide out there now and it's just like this world <laughs> this world we need to get it together or else we are in big trouble dude we're we're hurting we're, right you know people are hurting oh, seriously yeah it's a heavy time man that's why that's why we need to do things to like literally help heal ourselves right. first and then I think when we do good things for ourselves, right. like we were saying earlier, it just kind of raises everything up around you. Right. And everything that we're in contact with kind of like gets to feed off of this like positivity that right. we're bringing to the situation. But yeah, when everyone's isolated, like what are we, what is anyone supposed to do? I mean, there's you know? only much so you, so much you can watch and yeah, no. you know. So what's, what's your most uh, memorable experience from a fan or somebody giving you like just your most memorable experience as an artist? oh my god well dude like i just get surprised every day with like these little like the the power of the internet you know what i'm saying like it just co connects people in this like incredibly hyper uh kind of like hyper accelerated uh way in that like someone in poland can hit me up and tell me that they're like loving the album you know like to think that my music's being heard across the world you know that's like that's that changes my consciousness mm -hmm. right you know that's like that that helps me evolve because to think that like we were we didn't have a way of doing that for a long long time you know i think ancient cultures were actually all communicating like uh like telepathically and psychically and like a lot of information was shared just because the channels were clear but now we got so much shit in our way that it's impossible to do that. But fortunately or unfortunately, like technology has allowed us to connect in ways that we've like fallen out of touch with. Right. But dude, like every day I'm my mind is blown. 
You know what I mean? And it's not just like interactions with fans. It's just interactions with people. Right. You know, and like, uh, shit, man. I mean. There's some good people out there still. We're finding each other. Right. You know, like I think now we're actually, our eyes are open and we're looking for it a right. little more. Right. And uh, I mean, no better way to the, to connect than through the art. You know, I think right. it's it's the quickest way to like cut the fat and like kind of like access a part of people's emotions and spirit and psyche that's like very um, close to the heart, you know. So what do you have uh, now that the album's out? What's next for you? I'm just trying to see what kind of opportunity opens up because there's no way that I put this much energy into something and it doesn't have some sort of result, right? you know? And, I, and it's like, I'm kind of... I'm not trying to limit the potential by putting like expectations on it. You know, I think the the boundless potential is the exciting part. Right. But I do plan on traveling and linking up with people in the studios. Like shows, okay, yeah, shows sound great. Like I would love to play to an audience. And right. we got the whole like audio visual thing with the projections, but really it's just about like going out into the world and seeing what happens when I like just put myself out there with right. this body of work behind me right. that I'm like so very proud of you know what I mean because right. it, it, it represents me well yeah you know and so people can know where I'm at I don't have to explain myself you know it's like I don't mm -hmm. I'm not that type of person yeah, yeah I'm like trying to push me my my shit on anyone else but like the art speaks for itself and I think that's the thing about great art is that it just it just commands attention it does it does where are you traveling to I'm hitting Detroit Baltimore Philly New York Boston just like a whole East Coast jump, but jumping nice. off from Detroit, and I've never been there. Mm. That's the mecca. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> techno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's gonna be sick. Motown, Motown, dude. Omar S is out there. Moody Man. Oh yeah, just like the Dons. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So what are you what are you excited about most for the rest of this year? Mm. Dude, I'm excited about. Uh, well, the year's coming. We're like four months, dude. It's finished. This year went way too fast. I'm excited for 2022 because me too. Two, like multiples or two of twos are big for me if we're talking about numerology and angel numbers and stuff. Like 2022, right? There's something. There's something to look forward to in that. But this year, the rest of this year, man, I'm just like, I just want to ride this wave. You know, I don't. I don't see it stopping. I don't see like don't this. See there, there's either. there's momentum. You know, I've been working. Definitely. I went really in, and now it's just like catapulted. The momentum's there, like things are popping up that I feel like I'm gonna be in Mexico for Day of the Dead. Oh man, oh, that's gonna be crazy. And man. there's, I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> there's, just, you guys might have to meet me there. There's just right. things that are presenting themselves to me that right. I'm like, I don't even have to think about it. I'm just right. like, okay, I'll guess, I guess this is where I'm supposed to be headed right now. Yeah, I'm excited to follow your journey, yeah, see yeah, everything too. that's, that's, well, like I was saying, man, what you know, it's not just for me, it's for like all of us. What what one of us, you know, it's it's to share. Right. You know, it's not shit if it's done selfishly. You know, I just want to take all my homies with me and like build the team because I feel like at this point I've done all the work that I could on my own and now it's just about building the team and expanding. Right. And I've seen I've worked with the heaviest hitters in the game. Mm -hmm. I've seen how they work, you know, yeah. and I soaked up that game and I realized. It's about the vision and it's about the team. Mm. If you have those two things in, in, I mean, the budget's nice, but like, that's the thing. You can do crazy stuff if you just have the right people working with you who right. aren't obsessed with the dollar, you know? And like, cause the money comes. If you're, if you're working from your heart, like 
the universe is going to take care of you. Mm. Uh, so I've been shown, you know, at least in my experience. And that's something I have to like constantly trust in. Yeah. Because, you know, doubt creeps in. So I think the rest of this year is just about me, like just living in that, uh, in my faith, you know what I'm saying? Just trusting that everything, like the song on the album, Trust Yourself. Yeah. It's, these are mantras. These are like my spiritual mantras that I live by. The music is like the, it's how these like informations and like universal truths kind of present themselves to me. And then next thing you know, I have a song title that's like influencing my whole outlook. And it's like, yeah. I didn't, I didn't name this song that. This is right. just what, this is just what it. How it happened. Yeah. 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 That's magic. No, it, it, it's that. all magic, dude. It's magic. This is magic. And not in the sense of like, oh, you're like, you know, like you're like talk, talking to owls, <laughs> but like straight up, like I talk to crows, but like whatever. <laughs> but like, I mean, shit, there's no telling. Damn, that's amazing. This, I feel like I've learned a lot about you today, <laughs> tonight. You know what I mean? Like this, and this is our first night podcast. It and is. This makes hella oh, sense. Oh, we usually do 11 in the morning. Oh, this yeah, is our yeah. first like nighttime podcast, that's and true. it makes hella sense it doing does. it with you. You feel <laughs> me? Well, that's funny because the first song on my first EP, the Brogan Bentley EP, mm -hmm. is called "Ask When I'm Night." Oh. And and that was just the words that assembled from the samples that I put together oh, yeah. of this. Uh, I think it was Donna Summer from the Valley of the Dolls soundtrack. Okay. And uh, that's just the words that I pieced together in the samples. And yeah. then, but that has also had its own like teaching, Yeah, you know, like ask when I'm night, like what the hell does that mean? But it's really like, you know, approach me from, from this shrouded place of like mystery. Yeah. You know, and then like mm -hmm. Phantom is also kind of like in that same vein. All these themes, you know, and these are albums that are separated by like 10 years. You know what I mean? But it's still like, I feel like I'll be doing things in 30 years that are like referencing stuff that I was doing when I was like, you know, when I first started playing music at like yeah. five years old. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's just all this big, like cyclical thing that kind of always just folds in on itself and repeats and it's like okay i guess this is like forever now right it's, but it's constantly evolving every mm -hmm. time without a doubt that's awesome i'd hope so at least yeah yeah it is you know i got projects that are nothing like anything you've heard me do stuff that's just gonna flip your wig like yeah, you're yeah. not you're not gonna see this one come in i don't even want to talk about it yet you okay. feel like you already been mentally like working on your new stuff yeah. oh yeah <laughs> I mean, the music's been done for about like I mean, now that it's out, you know, I haven't been working on it for a while. You know, I've been like writing new stuff and I've been writing some electronic stuff for sure. Nice. But uh, I'm writing stuff that sounds like nothing like any of that. Nice. Artist is never done. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like while I'm finished, while I'm working on this painting, I have two more in my mind. Right. And one that's like 90% finished. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? <laughs> and that'll drive you crazy too. Yeah. Yes. I was going crazy earlier today. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's good to finish things and... You know, take your time. Like right now, I have I have a long list of tunes, and it's just like each of them have all had stages, and it's just like I'm getting to the end of all of them now. So I have like three more joints that is just like once I do these three, mm -hmm. then it's just like okay, I'll clear this slate, and I have a literally have a clean slate to Dude. to do some new stuff. So yeah, it's it's a little process, especially at the end. I feel like I'm you know like it's like at the end of of school when it just you just get into the drudgery of the end and it's just like oh man that's, that's, i mean it's, it's not easy to just do that in school to just step back sometimes you just gotta step back from the work right you it's know true. what i mean it's true but also i figured we talked about one time like that's the time where 
if you can make it through it by just keep going, you'll right. come out with something crazy too. Right, so right. I guess you just got to make a decision. <laughs> I've been working at it. I've been slowly working at it. So sometimes I'm just like, man, I can't be bothered. And then there's other days where it's just like, I just feel it. And it's just like, okay, yeah, I'm going to sit with it. Even if I just like get one song to completion, that will fuel, fuel me for the next couple of days or something. It's just mm-hmm. like, okay, yes, I've, I'm still on the path. I'm still working towards my my end game my current end game right now so no matter what i'm i'm always doing so there's always something happening yeah it it might not just it might not be every day sometimes sometimes it's every day for a long time and sometimes it's just like once a week you know i'm saying stuff like that it's like the the small celebrating the small victories you know and like i think a lot of people get discouraged because like before a big project can be finished, you have to do all these millions of little, tiny little tasks, right, right. you know? And it's like, those can feel daunting if you think too far ahead, but if you just kind of approach it like, okay, today I'm gonna spend like an hour just sitting with the stuff. I don't right. even care if I do anything to it, just right. like sitting Listen, with it and right. letting it show me what it wants or just like chilling out and creating that space where my subconscious can actually like inform what I'm doing and not just like, like bugging out, like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like also, you know, putting a body of work behind you is like the most incredibly like i mean it's like having a kid or something you know right. what i mean like yeah. this it's like letting your thing go out into the world and there's almost i had this like kind of like uh like postpartum experience where i was like really like kind of depressed after finishing Damn. the thing because like i had spent my whole like every waking moment if you will was like whether it was in the back of my mind or the front of my mind, like it was always like obsessing over this project. Right. You know? And so to have it done, I had to like kind of re-evaluate like my life. Because mm. I didn't have this thing to identify with anymore that's like my whole existence, you know? Damn. So that was like huge, you know? And I'm, I'm coming out of that. Right. So I'm kind of like learning about who I am without this identity of like, I have a record that I have to finish, right. you know? And like knowing that it's out in the world, like I just get to like, see what happens right you know that's the beauty of it but dude yeah totally like beating yourself up every day for like going out to a show and being like i need to be home working on stuff right. it's like well that's right. also like very like obsessive and kind of like insane yeah but just, not to say that like that's just kind of that's just how it is that's the deal that is the deal with the end it's cool let me, let me restart it i got one more question for you <laughs> Uh, what do you feel like the artist role is in society? The artist role in society? That's an awesome question, man. And how important do you think it is? Well, I, I think what I've like noticed over time is that like all the advancement of any, you can look at any society at any point in time and pay attention to what was happening creatively in that in that moment, you know? And that kind of exemplifies how evolved the culture was how like um you know what i'm saying you yeah. can like look at the yeah. art and that's yeah, like art the inc- speaks for the generation right completely i mean and so i feel like if you're doing something that's actually like pushing it then you're like raising everything up you know right. what i mean and i feel like throughout time people have looked to the artist as the one who's like it's kind of like the person who's like leading the leading right. the charge you know right. and there's all these like incredible figures throughout history you know and i think like some of those people are actually like ascended masters who were like put on earth to like teach us, you know, it's I like, that. dude, they weren't just like, uh, you know, these really important historical figures. They weren't just like people who lived thousands of years ago that like influenced like 
the Bible. They're like people like Bob Marley, right. like straight up. Like right. he, yeah, that dude sure. was put on earth to like help humankind, like learn something. Right. And he was taken out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's just too much. The powers that be do not want this stuff. They're all taken out at the end of the day. That's what I mean, man. So I think I think there's no there's no overestimate overestimating the the role of the artist in society. Right. You know, if anything, we need to we need to honor them more because other cultures outside of America really kind of do. Totally do. Right. Way harder. Than at least these days, right. you know. I feel like here it's more of um, envy. Yeah, who's cool yeah exactly. <laughs> well that's why when you find people who aren't coming from that place of competition and just literal supportive you know energy like y'all yeah. you know what i mean like that's why i'm gonna stick with you guys no matter what and i find that like i'm only working with people that i share like an actual personal relationship with or yeah. like you know someone that i trust is recommending these people because the stuff's too precious for me to put in anyone's hands right. you know? yeah, i'm right. not even gonna you know i'm not even gonna test it right Smart man. It's a great answer. I mean, yeah. I don't know if that's the answer you need. Yeah, no, that was that's an amazing something. answer. Amazing. Yeah. You have any shout outs? Oh my God, dude. Shout outs. Uh, I mean, Eric Wilson, who did all the artwork, I feel like at a certain point it came to him to like help me bring this to completion. And then my label, of course. But dude, there's so many people who helped with this record. Everyone I collaborated with, but like all the people that have like taught me things throughout the seven years. I mean, shit, like that's like... Yeah, that's a time. That's like Sometimes. 25 to 32. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's like, a yeah, lot. That's, 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 that's a lot. <laughs> that's, a like that. ass, yeah, yeah. that's a whole ass, like, like cycle. Right. Like, of some, like my Saturn return. You know what I'm saying? If we're talking astrology, like these are like the big formative, like moments, you know? Seriously, yeah. And so everyone that I've encountered on this path is just so important to me. Even the people that like hurt me or that I hurt, you know, like it's just about kind of just like, being grateful for like all the experiences and not judging something as good or bad. That doesn't, that's just my, that's me trying to color something, you know, right. it's just like, dude, I'm just grateful for like every single experience I've had in these seven years that like informed this record. And now like it lives on its, in its own right. space, you know, like, dude. It's amazing. I love that, man. This, cool. this has been an amazing <laughs> podcast. It has. It as has. always, but it's been really good doing it with one of our good friends. You know what I mean? Someone, we haven't seen it in a while either, you know what I mean? It's probably been like, well, it's probably been like a month, but we don't should see each other as often as we should. People are busy. Oh, man. We're just but moving, man. We're, we we're get back, making we moves. get back, we're on it. Yeah. 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 Let's do something special. I want to kind of like organize an event that is like its own little special like yeah. type of thing. You know what the I'm saying? The Broken Bentley Festival, Let's bro. <laughs> Dude, the, the immersive like audio visual, like, uh, like sound healing, like... 12 hour concert you know what That'd i mean we just got to find the space for it yeah that's kind of all there is between making it happen and uh just dreaming it right space well this is diverse emotions podcast Let's go. Bro. Hey. it's been real as fuck man we got broken bentley here man that's new cool. album is out now diaspin rex Diapason. Diapason Rex. It's a tongue yeah. twister. And that's, yeah. that's intentional too. You're going to have to think about it a little hard. Y'all go download that. Y'all go buy it. It's available it's on everywhere. all platforms right now. Check out the videos. And um, where can everyone reach you at? Uh, I like Twitter these days, man. I think okay. Twitter's like, that's where a lot of the most uh, important connections I'm having like on a global, you know, Instagram's cool. I got a, I got a Instagram for the music, yeah. but uh, I think Twitter is just like, for whatever reason, just like, really on point nice and what's your handle brogan bentley cool. at brogan bentley there it is you better go follow him 
Do that. Yeah, better follow Diverse Emotions TV <laughs> as well, man. Hey. Well, this is the Rainbow down. Prince. This is Kay. It's Classy Touch. Right on, y'all. It's Brogan Bentley right here. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out. Peace.